Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hi there, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 55. This is Rick here with you on this rainy Saturday evening. As the rain fell down pretty hard today, I heard more than once, at least it's not snow. So true. I kept mostly dry today, thanks especially to a borrowed umbrella this evening, and kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open today as I dodged raindrops. Stay here a while, for less than five minutes, and I'll tell you what I found. I think I've mentioned on this podcast once or twice that in addition to teaching religion, I also work a job on Saturday afternoons and evenings. For nearly five and a half years now, I've poured wine behind the bar at an urban winery in our nearby town. My first teaching job 20 plus years ago was in Napa, California. During summers there, I worked at a number of tasting rooms. So when I returned to teaching in 2012, after a dozen years away from it, I had no idea I'd again be working in a wine tasting room, in central Ohio, no less. Life tends to cycle on itself, and here I am, pouring and talking about wine once again. Although I don't make a ton of money doing it, I do enjoy going in for five hours or so each week. The owner and his wife are good-hearted Catholic folks whom I like a lot. I don't have a lot of friends in my life, so it's a social outlet, too. And it's become a place where I can show generous hospitality, a hallmark value of the winery called Good Vibes. More surprisingly, perhaps, it's frequently a place to talk about faith and religion. All the regular guests, and we have quite a few of these, know what I do for work during the week. But even first-timers may discover my vocation of teaching about the Bible and religion. I will sometimes tell folks that I teach during the week. I found out that saying, I teach, elicits an almost reflective response in others. The question, oh, where, is first, to which I answer with the name of the Catholic high school. Most of the time, the immediate follow-up is, oh, what do you teach? A fair question. Almost always, I will tell the truth about teaching religion. But since experience has shown that sometimes people don't understand this, or just respond with a hesitant, oh, I will sometimes fudge my answer by saying social studies. Not entirely untrue, but not completely accurate either. Today, a couple about my middle, about my own middle age came in and asked me right off the bat if I teach at the school where I teach. When I said yes, they introduced themselves as the parents of this kid, now a senior, whom I taught his frosh and soft years, while my wife taught him last year and this year. He's one of a handful of seniors who who has had only me and my wife during their four years at the school. She and I are hoping to take a photo with this small, blessed, or cursed group when they graduate in a few months. This connection with these parents wasn't my presence of God moment for the day, though. It came a bit earlier, just after I started at 3.30. A man and his wife, both in their early 60s, sat at the bar next to a couple who are regulars. The woman in the regular couple had rotator cuff surgery a few weeks ago, and this was the first time she'd been back to the winery after the surgery. After I happily greeted her, welcomed her back, and chatted a bit with her and her husband, I turned to this older couple. I recognized them, but had to ask their names as they're just very occasional visitors. I laughed when the man said, We're the Seinfeld couple. I'm Jerry, and this is my wife, Elaine. Although I am terrible with names, I don't think I'll forget the names of Jerry and Elaine the next time they come in. Jerry remembered what and where I teach, and since he had experience with going to Catholic grade and high schools, this was the focus of our conversation. He made another joke saying that after the nuns who taught him, 
the drill sergeants he had in the Marines were like pussycats. I felt the presence of God as the conversation unfolded, for he began to share some regrets of his life with me. He had elders in his life who fought in World War II, and he never asked them about their experiences, nor did he thank them for their service. Now, since so much time has passed, they're no longer living. He got tears in his eyes and choked up as he told me of this regret. It was a holy moment as I validated his sorrow and assured him that I believe he will see those people again in eternity and could thank them then. Now, I don't talk about faith and Catholicism all the time while I'm working at the winery. I am grateful that I can do this at all when people ask me to do so, of course, because the owner and his wife not only are Catholic, but they have an understanding of the faith that is similar to what I myself hold. And for those guests who, upon finding out what I do for a living during the week, who say that they are surprised that I, a religion teacher, am working in a winery, I have a reply which I used 20 plus years ago when I also was teaching religion and working in a winery. I would say then and say now. After all, Jesus himself was a winemaker. Ba-dum-bum. What is the most unusual place that you've talked about your faith with someone you did not know well? What does this show about the universality of God's presence? Thanks for listening. Blessings and peace.